Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads Edge Dancer. We're back. Um, also, I kind of flipped ahead and saw how many chapters are in this, and there's like 20, apparently. So if I keep up with this whole like three chapters an episode thing, that's gonna be like seven episodes. So I'm hoping I can maybe move a little faster through this and do more than three chapters per episode, because... I don't really want to sit here for seven hours, you know? Because, like, each of these takes about an hour to record. I know they don't come out to be an hour because there's silence in between while I'm just reading and not talking. So, anyway, we're going to try to move faster. Maybe see if we can squeeze four or five chapters in before we get close to that hour mark where I usually try to cut things off. Anyway, onwards. Uh, chapter four. Let's get back to lift. <laughs> She hit harder than would have been safe for most people. Fortunately, she was awesome. It never gets old. It never does. Her describing herself as awesome, it's always its always the best. She kind of reminds me a little bit of Lyft. Um, sorry, Wendell just told, said that she had done a nice thing in dumping the grain after hearing that the guy was a thief. And Lyft immediately says, oh, well, I wasn't trying to be nice. I just wanted something soft to land on. If you wasn't paying attention, which I mean, I feel like we can we've we've learned enough about Lyft that she does really nice things and she doesn't want to take credit for them. She she always wants to pretend there's just a different reason. Um, and I feel like this is maybe just a part of Lyft's character in general, not wanting to reveal her true motivations. I feel like it's kind of maybe the reason why she ducked out of oh, no, we're here in the city to eat pancakes. We're not here to find darkness. Um, oh, no, I didn't drop that grain because I wanted to help people. I just wanted a soft place to land. Um, and I'm not totally sure why she feels this intense need to obfuscate her intentions, even just to Wendell, who, like, he's not he's not going to judge her. And, you know, maybe it's this whole thing with she thinks he's a void bringer. And she needs to lie to him about why she does stuff. But I don't think that's the case. I think this is something she'd probably do with anyone. Is she's kind of like a, a really selfless person who wants to do good things for people. But doesn't, maybe doesn't want to think of herself as selfless. Or maybe, I don't know. There's there's something to this though. Her, her obfuscation of her intentions and rationale behind doing things. I feel like... There's there's a, a, a major character concept in there, um, which will hopefully become more clear as we continue to read more. But I feel like I just don't know enough about Lyft and who she is and where she came from. Like, uh, let's be real. I'm just going to dig right back into probably sad backstory reasons for a lot of this stuff. Oh, but part of the reason why it stood out to me so much is I, I have <laughs> one of my favorite characters, actually. Uh does something that's kind of similar, not necessarily the same. Um, I don't, I don't think the two of them are s similar people. Uh, uh, but I, I have a character, Lynn, who pretends she's a lot worse of a person. Like I don't think Lyft uh, is trying to pretend she's a bad person, but Lynn, my character, uh, does kind of try to pretend she's a bad person um, for reasons. Uh, but, like, so whenever she gets caught doing something that's kind of, like, nice or helpful to people, she always immediately has to pretend there was some selfish reason why she did it. Some ulterior motive 
Because it wasn't just out of the goodness of her own heart. No, everyone knows she doesn't have heart anymore. She's a fun character. But Lyft just kind of reminded me a little bit there. Like that sort of thing, like dropping the grain and then saying, oh, it was just for me, so I'd have a, a place to land, is something that Lynn would have done. And it reminded me of her a little bit. Uh, Lyft is a much better person than Lynn is. Lyft kind of puts herself out to be you know, kind of like self-serving in terms of like she watches out for herself, um, even when it's not true. I don't know. I'm now going to probably talk about Lynn and Lyft parallels. So just sit down, hunker in, because, man, I like talking about Lynn and now there's parallels. So that never goes well for anything <laughs> in terms of me not discussing my own nonsense. Anyway, I'm going to get back to the story now after I've spent like two minutes talking about this. Oops. Okay. <laughs> Feather, let's go quicker. Still on the first page, five minutes in. Good job. I'm just, I'm good at podcasting, guys. So good. So, so much. Yeah. Okay. What am I? I'm, I'm going to read. Shut up. <laughs> A beast that lived on mountain slopes with dirty hair all over it. Is Lyft not a fan of eating goat? That kind of sounds like goat. Is there a term for goat meat that I'm not remembering? Like, like veal and venison are, are like, those are not the words, but like that kind of like special meat word. Can't think of it. Okay, moving on. Mutton? Uh, it'd probably be mutton. Even though I think that's usually sheep. I think, I think goats maybe have mutton. Never mind. It's not important. Whatever. I get so distracted. Ugh. Okay. All right. So all the constructions are about four feet or so in the air. So it looks like they do get some flooding during the storms. Okay, so yeah, you've got to walk up steps to get into the buildings. All right, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> Wendell says, so you've gotten us here and remarkably avoided incarceration. I like him. Poor Wendell. <sighs> oh, oh, they're talking about him. Oh no, Wendell said... <laughs> Uh, do you know we were considering bonding this nice cobbler man instead of you? The very kindly man who took care of the children. Could have lived quietly, helping him, making shoes. Could have done an entire display of their shoes. Oh no, Yim! Oh, I love Yim. He's wonderful. He's dead. Darkness killed him. Nale. You got to him. But he was a, he was a truth watcher. And I mean, I, it's not like I have other truth watchers that I'm really fond of. Shut up. Look, look, like the most tangential reference to Renarin just happened. And I'm like on the verge of tears. I th That's a lie. There actually are tears in my eyes. Shut Gosh, I have an embarrassment. Okay. Renarin. Okay. He's not even here. He's like an entire continent away. And I'm blubbering mess because I we mentioned not even by name a person who shares his surge order cool anyway I'm gonna keep going but yeah that was Yim that uh Windle was talking about <laughs> okay Windle is like not even trying to hide the fact that he can turn into a shard blade like you're going to slam me into people aren't you I'm going to be a weapon like dude you are so not subtle He's going to be breaking a lot of like he kind of mentioned that apparently bonding with Lyft was way easier for him than it was supposed to have been, and he doesn't seem like I don't know if Sill and Pattern were like actually bound to not be able to speak about things, but like maybe because 
there's something weird with lift. Wendell's able to talk about, hey, I can turn into a shard blade. Maybe that's the thing. Now I suppose I need to get you to say the words, don't I? That's my job. Oh, this is miserable. Yeah, he seems to remember a lot more about stuff than Sill or Pattern did. Like, Wendell, Wendell says he lost stuff, but he's way more cognizant of things that are going on and way more able to talk about it, too. Oh, that's kind of fun. He can read books, like, by growing in between all of the pages. <laughs> and she's running from the guards. Dear, dear child. Oh, hey, look, chapter five. Like, so it's a super short chapter. It's like not even a, two full pages. Sweet. Let's do this. Oh. And she's thinking of her oath again. I'll remember those who have been forgotten. And she's even capitalizing words in her, uh, in her text. The right words. Important words. Oh. There seemed far too many people out there who were being forgotten. Too many for one girl to remember. She's just so sweet and good. She's so pure. She practically belches rainbows. She's apparently never been back to the... She, or she's never been to the Reshi Isles where her mom was from. Not back. She was She was never there in the first place. Hmm. Oh, this girl. She's breaking my heart. The shopkeepers learn your name. They smile at you when you enter and already know what to get to you because they remember what you need. So yeah, she's got a whole thing about remembering. She she feels, you know, the edge dancer need to remember others, but she's afraid of being remembered herself. You have to be the person everyone thinks you are, not the person you actually are. Yeah, she and she and Lynn have some identity issues. Um she and she and Lynn both. And I love identity issues. Those are just fun characterization things. Um Honestly, like, identity issues and self-loathing are two of my favorite concepts to build characters around. Um, which sounds kind of bad, but, like, from an authorial position, I feel like the kinds of inner turmoil and conflict that those two issues produce is kind of what creates, like, the most intriguing characters for me. The kind of, like, watching them struggle with those issues is are kind of the characters that I... I'm drawn to most. Um, so like Lyft with her identity issues in terms of like not wanting to be remembered, not knowing who she is, um, that sort of thing. Like this whole threat, like I feel like we're, I still don't quite have the heart of it. Um, and again, I think it's going to take some tragic backstory reveals for us to understand why Lyft is the way she is. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting stuff. You know, that's probably why Renarin actually hits me so hard. Um, his kind of identity issues in terms of, you know, what he believes he as a, a, a man in Vorin society is supposed to be, what he believes he's supposed to be in terms of being the High Prince's son, and his failure to live up to that is, you know, kind of kind of tugs at me. <laughs> and then the whole uh, reveal that he's got future sight ties in some like, not necessarily traditional self-loathing, but the sort of, you know, conflict of, like, believing something about yourself to be evil. Um, that's also, that's one of my, one of my things. There we go. I'm just connecting everything together tonight. And she's off to find some urchins. All right, let's keep going. Got a lunks. The marm. She got a lunks good. Hmm. Huh. Street talk. I feel like we're reading spook. I'm actually getting a, a very spook vibe. 
from this. Like we've got street slang and then we also have like slot street slots, which he did in Urto. Um in Mistborn. Um, for those of you who have I don't know if everyone here has read Mistborn, but spook. That's some stuff. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm not following any part of this conversation that Lyft is having with the other girl. Hmm. Okay, good. Wendell didn't understand the conversation either, which probably means it's going to get explained. Good. Okay, so the unexpected high storm was a few days ago. Alright, okay. They string, uh, they string their spheres together here. Interesting. Hmm. There's a woman coming up with a child. Hmm. Oh, she just left him at the orphanage. <sighs> okay, so Lyft has gotten... I'm sorry, I haven't really been talking. I'm just reading. Lyft has gotten some food and she met the mean woman who runs this orphanage. Um, and now she's talking to someone who says, don't judge her too harshly, child. And my immediate thought was that this was Hoyd because it just kind of sounded like him, but I think it might not be. He is wearing a black chiqua, though. Yeah, this guy is weird, but not necessarily hoid weird i don't think we'll see i'm gonna i'm gonna stamp a maybe hoid but leaning toward not on this stranger who's asking her what part of the body she feels most like she's got an appointment all right chapter seven we yeah we're good we'll keep going see we're fine we're powering through these chapters now Totally doesn't count that one of them was like two pages long. It, I still get credit for going quick, guys. Completely. Okay. Pity can be a powerful tool. Anytime you can make someone else feel something, you've got power over them. Shockingly insightful quote from Lyft. It's a really good one. Especially, I feel like occasionally Brandon... Like, Brandon's really good at not using his characters to be mouthpieces for, like, a lot of his opinions... But I do feel like occasionally, in terms of like his philosophy on storytelling and stuff, occasionally he'll just like throw a quote in there that I'm just like, that is such a fascinating insight into the mind of Brandon Sanderson. Th things like anytime you can make someone else feel something, you've got power over them. Or one of my favorite Hoyt quotes, the purpose of a storyteller is not to tell you how to think, but to give you questions to think upon. And oh, there was another one. I feel like it was maybe out of like, bands of mourning sometimes the false things were the only things of real substance in people's lives something like that but like just these random quotes will be thrown and you're like bam it just hits you hard and you get this sense of like what fiction means what emotions mean and like storytellers and a lot of them get like tacked onto Hoyd because he does have that kind of like storyteller persona, but occasionally you'll get them from other characters and it's just fascinating. I just love it. Um, and I feel like that was, that was one of the, those times where like not necessarily just lift talking there, but like just a little snatch of Brandon that, that eked through. <laughs> I got to make sure that never happens to me. It's how you stay strong. See, ow, ow. She's hurting me. She's not allowed to have emotions. Oh, this, this child She's reminding me of Lynn, like, more and more. Gosh dang it. I'm not- I'm trying really hard not to talk about Lynn, but suffice it to say, Lyft is reminding me of her. At, like, like a good, nice, not mean and spiteful version. Uh, okay. 
Most of the people in the line looked like they didn't own much besides their own skins. Maybe an exotic disease or two. That's such a good phrase, man! Okay. Oh, he just read, blows me away with his amazing writing. Like, aside from, like, all the fabulous world building and characterization stuff, like, he just has good writing. Um, and it's it's just from practice. Like, just he has just written so much that he has honed this art. And it has paid off to write in all those novels. Like, practice makes perfect, and Brandon Sanderson is nigh well there. It is a goat. A strange little horse, shaggy and white, with horns on its head. Cool. Hmm. The guard captain. Was this... I don't, forgot how to say her name. Waka? That doesn't, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm gonna flip back and find out. Halka. Halka. That's how I said it. I think this is Halka. The guard captain that she's now tailing. <laughs> oh, this is, let's head up that wall, Voidbringer. Mistress, you could call me by my name. I could call you lots of stuff. Be glad I don't got much of an imagination. She's so cute. Also, I'm not really doing my lift voice for her because I don't want to get the, get all into character. I probably should be doing my lift voice because um, I read books aloud to people. And fun fact, my sister, over Thanksgiving break, I finished reading part three of Way of Kings to her. So like our next chapter is lifts originally. Not sorry, not Way of Kings, Words of Radiance. Our next chapter is the lift chapter in Words of Radiance. So I should probably be like practicing my lift in Wendell voices, but uh, I gotta like remember what they sound like and get all back into character and like just for a few off quote. I don't know. Maybe I'll try it. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> lift grabbed a shikwa off the wash line. Oh, she's using the shikwa as a blanket while she sleeps. Ooh. Nale's here. Hi. Oh, oh, because her story got around. Oh no. Oh no, he's hunting her. That's why, I bet. Oh yeah, it's because she did the thing with the grain. And I bet you, um, uh, ah, I forget her name. Hauka? Hauka. Hauka. It's Hauka. Um, I bet I bet Hauka like filed her report the way she was supposed to about a little girl who slid around magically and ate food and darkness was like ding ding ding. I know exactly who this is. Let me go pay the captain a visit and interview her. Oh frick. Yep. Oh, that's why she did the thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Wendell's like you showed off your power to the guard captain knowing she'd write a report. Oh she came to help whoever he's hunting. Oh, my, my heart just, like, shattered into a million pieces for this tiny child who is too good, too pure. She found the city where darkness is so that she can help whoever he's hunting. Oh, my God. Wendell trailed off, then slowly let out an ah of understanding. Same, Wendell, same. Too good, too pure. Too good, too pure. Also, I like how they keep saying that Lift could be a Herdazian or Reshi. She doesn't have the stone fingernails of a Herdazian, though, I don't think. Um, maybe people don't really look at fingernails. I feel like if people look Herdazian or Reshi, like, you would look at their fingernails, just, like, glance real quick, like, oh, hey, their fingernails aren't blue. Probably Reshi, then. But, eh, maybe not. 
<laughs> Apparently Nale is well informed of the correct law laws in terms of filing, you know, he needs to file with the highway guard and classified as banditry. Because I sh shouldn't be surprised that the Herald of Justice knows laws, but feels like a lot of laws to know. He travels all around. Hmm. He noticed her spheres too. Maybe Halka is our radiant. Because I kind of thought it was interesting that she wanted infused spheres and Nale recognized it, like kind of pointed out that she had infused spheres. Hmm. Alright, and that's the end of the chapter, so she's gonna follow him. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Chapter 8. Let's do this. I got time. Lyft says, it's early morning, but light enough that Lyft had to worry about being spotted. If I know anything from stealth games, though, Lyft, the trick to not being spotted by anyone is stay high. People don't usually look up. And I feel like especially in street slots, that's gonna be helpful because, like, you don't really have people looking across from a distance pretty much just straight up the walls you'll be fine just stay t stay high parkour parkour it's the way sorry i've been playing a lot of dis i finished dishonored too last night so i'm all like yeah stealth the way to stealth stay up high hmm that seems important for some reason she hadn't eaten since last night and if she didn't use the power it eventually vanished took about half a day she didn't know why hmm I feel like there's something to that, but I can't quite piece it together. <laughs> she says, people gave darkness lots of space, moving away from him like they would a guy whose backside couldn't help but let everyone know what he'd been eating lately. She's fabulous. I'm adopting her. Like, possibly literally, because she's an orphan, right? Like, this is my daughter now. This is my child. My good daughter, Lyft. <laughs> a lot of fruit on display looked like someone had planned a really really big food fight but had decided to call it off and were reluctantly selling their ammunition I just it's fabulous it's just a joy to read it's wonderful oh no oh no there's a there's another girl who's going right toward darkness oh no lift no Oh, frick, Nolly, what are you doing? Oh my god. Oh my god, yeah, he just... He just executed her. Oh my goodness. He's horrifying. Dude, for the Herald of Justice, your sense of justice is whack. Yeah, are people, are people gonna scream? Yeah, the shopkeeper screamed. I'm screaming. Ugh. Huh, and he's just... Filling out the paperwork. Oh, good. The shopkeeper's mad that he killed her. Good. I pray he doesn't reach your city, as I doubt you'd like the consequences. Is Tashi one of the unmade? Ooh. Fascinating. That's that's my new theory, because Darkness said you, you don't doubt you'd like the consequences. Punishment for assaulting an officer with a bladed weapon, however, is death. Sickening. Oh, he's just got all the answers, doesn't he? Taking a hand would just make her more of a criminal. Sickening, Nale is. Yeah, as if confused why anyone would be bothered by what he had done. Yeah, it's not like you just murdered a girl for grabbing fruit in the middle of the street. 
How out of touch with humanity are you, Nale? She did draw a knife on him, Wendell said. Oh, and she's going after Nale. Yeah, left an even bigger wake of disturbed people behind him now. Her name was Tika. I will remember you, Tika. Because few others will. She's so good. She's so good. Remembering people because no one else will. My good daughter. My good daughter. Don't. He has eyes you cannot see. Oh, Wendell. Warning. Sorry, Wendell was warning her that uh, she shouldn't go behind him because he'll see her. Actually, I don't know. Do the heralds have Sprint? Maybe. I think Wendell thinks he's a surge binder, but he's he's a herald. They are different. Oh wait, hold up. A grand mural of Tashi and the Nine binding the world. Maybe they're heralds, or maybe they're the Ten Fools. I don't know. There's too many Ten figures. I wonder if they're the heralds. Hmm, that would make sense. Also, I'm amused by it's like Tashi and the Nine, because I've also, I said I'd finished playing Dishonored, but I've also been playing a lot of Destiny, and there's a, a, counts, a mysterious council called the Nine in Destiny, and I'm thinking of like Xur, the agent of the Nine. Anyway, that's a random fact about Destiny. <laughs> it has nothing really to do with the story. Continuing on. There are many words you haven't spoken. <laughs> of course I haven't said those kind of words. Don't you ever listen to me? I'm a sweet, innocent little girl. I'm gonna talk about bollocks and jiggers and stuff. Not crass. <laughs> she's adorable. Oh cool, she's using her, her growth now. We haven't seen much of that one. To make some branches toward her. Okay, so she says she's she rattled the, the shutter using the sound to pick out where the latch was. And then she thought to herself, see, I can listen, but that wasn't the right kind of listening. I don't feel like I know what kind of listening the other urchin girl was talking about. That's what she's that's what Lyft is referring to, but I don't necessarily know what it means. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> and Wendell's all excited because she grew a thing. And this whole like stealth mission is like really reminding me of Dishonored. Like, oh yeah, check out all the drawers, but make sure you remember where the guards are. Oh, stealth games. They're good. I like, I'm totally here with her. I feel the anxiety of almost getting caught. Lyft can't save her game and reload when she, if they spot her, she's just got one try. <laughs> she's eating his breakfast. Good job. Gosh, dang it. He needs to let the Shardblade thing go, Wendell. They're swinging about of innocent friends, stabbing them into people and the like. Like, I thought you weren't supposed to tell her. <laughs> Wendell be dropping hints like he's a shard blade. Gosh dang it. Oh, Wendell's on board with them trying to help whoever's, whoever's in the city. Good job, Wendell. Alright, and that's the end of that chapter. And I'm going to go ahead and kill this uh, recording right here. Um, because it's at about an hour long, but I will see you guys on the other side. This is Feather, signing off. We'll keep going soon.